Hey guys, it's Kilowatt. I am currently leaving 122nd and Burnside. I just got off the max. I went to downtown and they were having a nonviolent protest at the square to celebrate 100 days of protesting. Um, my friend EJ, who I've decided shall be her nickname that I protest with, um, She's going to eat something and then meet me up. But so far they declared it a riot at 9.30. And I was looking at the news articles online. And there is a right-wing group that wants to form a coup. So the cops are trying, according to everything, that's why they're trying to break up the protests early. Which people are angry about, naturally. Because it's 100 days, it's supposed to be a big protest. And we can't even march down the street peacefully. So... I'm walking, ran into another group of protesters that I've seen before and asked them where to go. There are fucking cops everywhere and I'm by myself in a neighborhood I don't know, which is so great. Super smart. Um, Helicopters and drones, as far as the eyes can see. Oh look, another cop. Shocker. Um, what I've been told is that they are like using rental uh, rental vehicles. I'm just trying to catch up with everybody else because I got off the max later. I went downtown and I was running behind so I grabbed the max and then I ran into that nonviolent protest downtown that was really cool and unsuccessfully recorded about seven minutes of a podcast. So I don't know if I can add that in. We shall see. Oh my God. All right, you guys, I'll hit you up when it's time for me to go and I'll update you how everything went. All right. I love you. Hey guys, it's Kilowatt. I'm here with my friend nicknamed Todd. There it is. And we're waiting for an Uber to get us closer to center so that we could each go home in our separate ways. And there seems to be a line of cars of protesters over by what school are we by? What school is this? Uh, before and after school program. It's a school by Ventura Park. It's a one school by Ventura Park. Do you guys know what school this is? Dang. Sorry. What's going on over there? I'm so nosy. I'm sorry. I have to go check it out. Let's do it. You can go check it out. I'm going to be right here because they're, they're not that far away. 
15 minutes away. Come on. I know, but like, we could walk to the middle of the field and talk about it because I'm not missing a ride home. They got your number. Let's do it. And it's probably going to be late. You got cops all around. All right, fine. We're going for it. Goddamn right. We were so lucky to have Jerry. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jerry was the best. I love you, Jerry. So I ran into David last, Thanks. how long ago? It wasn't for Jerry. I've been arrested. Not David, Todd. <laughs> David was the cop. Um, Jerry, thank you. God bless you. Ran into Todd. He used to be one of my passengers on the 44. Yep, there's a caravan. They're still protesting. And they're going through the back end of some school near Ventura Park, which I don't know what school is. Uh... But we ran into each other like two weekends ago at one of the protests. And then as I was walking, I saw him going through the back end of this fence talking to the homeowner. And I just jumped on it because I was like, I just can't get a hold of my friend EJ. And I was like, I just need to not be in jail right now. Oh, look, they're swinging. Oh, my God. We got Black Lives Matter swinging. Oh, there's one on top of the roof, though. That's real. Hold on. Somebody's on top of the roof of the school. Playing the swing, playground. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's so horrible. No, it's not horrible. I just, I want I'm actually quite impressed that they made it up on top of the building. Like, how did they even get up there? Oh, easy. You're like a wizard, man. You're like a ninja wizard. That was fantastic. This makes me fucking happy. I'm sorry, but you guys are the best humans on the planet for playing on the playground. playground. That's right. <laughs> wow, what a cool day. Ironically, Mars is right next to the moon, which means emotionally we're all awesome charged. Mm-hmm. It's either Mars or Jupiter, I can't tell, but if it's red tinted, but it could be Jupiter. It's probably Jupiter. Oh, you guys are so good. How did you get up there? You're like a wizard. You're like a ninja wizard. I'm actually quite jealous. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Yeah, tonight was definitely one of the the major nights. 100 days, you guys. 101, technically. I was grateful that I got to be here for 100 and 101. There's a kickball field. I'm still at the back end. There's a cop in the corner pocket. I think my Uber driver is coming. Yeah, this is a really good night. Like, I actually feel fucking super cool about this whole day. Wow, we got a cool city, man. Did not realize you're a pig. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to respect its privacy. There, you're hilariously funny, Todd, dude. You're funny as shit, man. <laughs> dude on the roof, you were like a wizard. I'm 100% enthralled by your being. If you want to know, I'm talking about you on my podcast. It's called Driving in Circles. So, you are my wizard. 
It's all good. He's only talking in squeaks, and I find that really endearing. <laughs> Could be a she. You never know. It's just a silhouette. I'm going to go check up on the sea real quick. Do your thing. I'll be right here. Promise? We got 10 minutes. Promise? Get your life, boo-boo. I'll be right here. I'm going to holler. You'll hear my voice. I'm loud as shit. The Todd lives over by Barber. And, uh... It's just kind of fun to watch the Black Lives Matter protesters swinging and playing on the playgrounds. Like, just super cool. There goes the snack van. Do you need help? Do you want me to hold your phone or anything? <laughs> I'm just super enthralled and impressed by your brilliance. Oh, you're such a good scaler. You scaled it so well. You're like an acrobat. So I think I shall sit here under the light of a full beard. Do you know what the name of this school is? Neither do I, but I'm just going to sit right here. I just sat on my water bottle. Awesome. Oh, there's a silver van. That's a Chad. Or a Chud. I can't decide. They're, they're scoping it out to see who they can arrest. On the plus side, I've learned what it is to stand on the ground and know who your people are. There's something super powerful about just staying when the cops say go. Finding a place of refuge, still being able to talk and interview people and like go through the whole process of trying to shift their perspective because truthfully, that's what this is. Like, not everybody is bad. We just have to change their views. Like, we all see it so clearly. And how do we go about that? Like, we just discuss our experiences. And we empathize with what they've been through, but then we also learn and understand what it is to encourage people to open their minds. And that's all that we need. And that's why I love our city. Because we're the most open-hearted motherfucking bitches out here. I mean, we, we have a governor who's still trying to, like, protect us, which is cool. Even though her shit is obnoxious as fuck. What up? What happened? Nothing. The crowd, car blocking the street up ahead. Yeah, they're going to come soon. I actually think that we made a pretty big impact. (sighs) On your openness and your chattiness. And my, like... Over, eyes over zealous, charming nature. And beautiful eyes and high cheekbones. Mm-hmm. And the brains, not to be all shallow and stupid, whatever. Fuck you, Gimbucks. Be smart. Baby. <laughs> she is. All right. <laughs> I was able to at least uh, compliment the, the roof scaler. And I told him that he was a wizard of scaling. And I was very impressed with his moves. Um, at this point, it's time to go home and go to sleep. I have to work tomorrow morning. It's going to suck. 
I have Monday off, so I'm going to sleep and spend time with my family, and then I have to go back to work for the rest of the week, and then I have vacation the following. So four days, you guys. That's all I have to do is make it four days. I could totally do this. Five days counting tomorrow. So we're not going to count that because I need to hold on to four days. (laughs) Todd, do you have any thoughts or input on the podcast before I close it out? Peace and love. Love you all. There it is. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. I don't know how to turn my phone off because I suck. Hey, you guys. It's Kilowatt. I am on my way back home, or rather to Brent's house. Um, So, fun story happened after we last closed. I called for an Uber, which I'm going to request a refund because... For him, he's going to get his tire replaced, but I had to pay for two Ubers because uh, we only made it like a block and then the the Uber got a flat tire because it appears that one of the spike strips that the cops laid out left a nail bed. So it was obviously um, hazardous terrain. I don't know. All I know is that it would probably... Uh, discourage other uber drivers from showing up to pick us up in the middle of a protest area because the cops had laid down spikes and you never know like it could be like a man-made one or just like a an at-home one a do-it-yourself spike strip so you don't know if they're nails on the roadway near the protests that the protesters have created so it's it's kind of a fucked up situation. And so our Uber driver got there. And I say R because Todd was so gracious enough to let me like ride in on his coattails to get into the back end of Jerry's fucking backyard that I could not help but but say like well, you live over by Barber. I am going to go to my car over by Holgate and 17th, which is significantly farther than 122nd and like stark so if you want to cut your journey in half and just wait till the next bus like at least you'll get there sooner so he said that was totally fine and he was down and uh he said he'd just hop in and he apologized that he couldn't compensate me for the the trip itself and I said that was fine because I was already kind of prepared for the fact that I'd have to get back to my car Um, my friend EJ had gotten home because I got holed up in the back end of that dude's house and I had to just stay put like that's just what it was and so at that point uh, we called the Uber driver he came we finished up the last of the podcast we ran over to him and like two blocks later our Uber driver's got a front uh, passenger side flat tire So I gave up and I like went and I smoked a cigarette and I was just like, I called Brent and I was like, look, like, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm coming. Like, I'm sorry. And please leave the door unlocked. And then, um, there was like a sheriff that drove by and Todd came over and was like, look, they're going to come question us and like what we've been doing. And if we don't vacate, they're going to arrest us. So we need to go stand by the Uber driver. So I go over to Sean the Uber driver. And I said, Hey man, like what's going on? And he said, well, I found a good stick that fits the size of the hole. 
he said, but I don't think it's going to fit because it looks like it's a C, which is very significantly, it's evidence that there was a spike strip and one of the strips, like one of the little pieces of metal got stuck to the ground. So it, it penetrated the tire well. And so he was like, yeah, like I managed to get a stick in there, but like I can't. And so he was like, oh, well. I blocked it with this thing and now there's like air leaking around the side. So it was like a C leaking out, which is significantly spike strip material. And so I said, oh, well, I have some nail glue in my bag and I have rubber gloves. And then I gave him my extra nail glue and rubber gloves. I ensured that he had a pocket knife, but I managed to patch his tire so he could inflate it again because he has a tire inflation tool in the back trunk. And so I actually got him on the road again and he was able to go home because I MacGyvered the fuck out of that and it felt super cool. Um, that being said, it is 2.30 in the morning and I'm only about 15 to 20 minutes away from my house, which means I'm going to go to bed at 3 a.m. I have to wake up by 9 and get down to the garage by like 10. So I'm not going to look super pretty tomorrow morning, but I'm going to do the best that I can. And if you want to judge me for that, you can. But tonight was really cool. Uh, There was a lot of material that I recorded that did not get saved. And I'm actually quite bothered by that. Uh, I think I I actually recorded about 15 minutes. Oh, wow. That is a motorcycle cop who scared the shit out of me. Wow. Um, Anyway. Uh, Wow, he is hauling. What the fuck? Where is he going? Anyway, um, yeah, that's scary shit. I, I'm just really agitated by the fact that there were so many cops everywhere and it was almost like an abuse of power. Like imagine if you didn't have to answer to any of the shit that you did. Like the only reason why you're having to answer to anything right now is because people have protested and bothered everybody. So at this point, you only have to answer when the people make a big stink. You get to wield a gun and decide who lives and dies. You get to be judge, jury, executioner, and then you don't have any consequences. So yeah, of course there's going to be an abuse of power. The fact that the whole system has been set up like that is just astonishing. Like the mayor of Minnesota, some Minnesota town, uh, there is a mayor who witnessed, uh, next to his local business, he was walking back to his car to get ready to go home for the day. And he saw highway patrol throwing the possessions of whatever person they pulled over. I mean, they threw it out in the highway. Like it was very obscene. The whole situation was really kind of fucked up. And as the mayor, he felt entitled enough to walk over and be like, what the fuck are you doing? So he recorded it because he was really offended. And he thought, you know what? Like, this is not going to fly in my fucking town. So he recorded it. And guess what ended up happening? The mayor is now being arrested. And then the entire town is calling for his his resignation. So if you think that the police do not have some obscene amount of power where they can literally like erect or uh, eject a public official who's been voted into office because of one, one situation, you're highly misinformed. Like they have so much unjustified power 
and they don't bring justice to everyone. And even after talking to the police officers that I talked to tonight, while I do hold respect for them for keeping themselves safe and like allowing the protesters to get away, does that mean that we should allow the entire like police force to continue on as it has been? Absolutely not. No, no, we need to have sociology courses. We need to educate people. We need to allocate funds towards mental illness. Like there's so much there that they're not equipped for. And we're just giving them guns and telling them, make the best of your day. And like, they're getting killed. We're getting killed. I mean, it's not a good situation. And it was kind of cool because after the whole conversation that I held with them, uh, there were a few press uh, people that I talked to and a few people on Twitter that I spoke with that decided that they were going to friend me and they were just like, wow, like you're a bus driver. Thanks for helping us get away. Cause the cops in the corner that we were talking to allowed them to go down a street that was blocked off for protesters just to escape. And it was only a matter of just getting on the same level and understanding that we are a beautiful city and everybody in it has the ability to rise up. And I gave them hope and I told them, we're not trying to defund you completely. We just want to rename you and educate all of you so that this stops happening. We need to make people like accountable for killing people in a car. Like this whole fear-based mentality needs to go. And that's what this is. And then I had some guy in a, in a truck roll up on me. I'm alone. I'm a single woman alone at night. And he picks me and he says, yo, are you an, are you Antifa? And I said, am I against fascism? Yeah. Why are you a Trump supporter? He goes, absolutely. And then he goes on and he says, I think you're a disgrace to this country. And when I was protesting, I stopped and I smoked a cigarette because I just wanted to talk to EJ and see where she was, see where I needed to head to. Even though I was with the group primarily, I wanted to see if I should go to a side street or do something different. And um, so I fell behind and I was by myself walking and I had people honking at me, calling me an idiot, calling me a bitch, telling me I should die. Like horrible things that you should never say to people. And they did it just because of the fact that I was wearing a helmet and a gas mask. And so the state of our nation is completely divided. It's so divided. And when that guy rolled up on me and picked me out of the group, like I was by myself, I was easily the best target he could use to harass. I stepped back and I stood with the group and they told him to fuck off. But like, it was jarring. And so that was the beginning of the protesting night. And I'm really bothered because I got, I think it was like 12 minutes. I'm going to see if I can fit it in and like find it. But I think I had about 12 minutes of, uh, of audio from the nonviolent protest down at the square today that I went live with. And I ended up talking to, uh, like a lot of people about the whole process and wanting to like understand and there's a cop pulling out like right behind me, so I have to go. But I wanted to talk to people about the whole process of what it was to protest and be nonviolent and just sit there and tell people your story about what life is as a nonviolent protester, uh, 
being part of a protest where you understand that there's going to be violence. There's going to be violence from both sides. There's going to be violence from the cops. There's going to be violence from the protesters. And you're going to have to find a place in the middle, which is never comfortable for anybody. And so when you find a place in the middle and you're able to kind of find yourself as a medium, like a middle ground, there's something powerful about that. And that's what I've experienced so far. And I wanted to document that for you. So when I went downtown, um, I recorded one of the very powerful speeches from one of the nonviolent Black Lives Matter protesters, who is a black gentleman in a, I want to say about his late 40s, early 50s. And he gave basically a speech about what a revolution was. And he said, the thing about our country is that we're so significantly lucky that we have the ability to protest and then we're able to actually like, you know, speak our thoughts and be there present and nobody's going to fuck with us. So he said, do you think I, and I'm guilty of this. Like if I see a Trump flag and I see, you know, back the blue life flag and you know, fuck Black Lives Matter. I honk my horn and I flip him off like I'm a child. Um, <laughs> and he said today during the speech, he said, there's something about the fact that they can do whatever they want. I could literally roll past a skinhead's car and not care because they're going to do them and I'm going to do me. And that was really powerful to me because I take offense to things that I'm passionate about. So the fact that he is 100% black and had to live through all the things that he's gone through, yet he still finds the beauty in the fact that our country is a free speech place and supports their right to talk openly and be, you know, just their own personal level of integrity. Like, even if it goes against the morals or the belief systems or paradigms of others, he still celebrated the fact that we were all able to do what we wanted. And I think there's something powerful there. So I'm really kind of butthurt that I didn't get a lot of his, uh, the speech that he gave, but I'm on my way back to Brent's and I have to stop because it's starting to get windy and I don't like talking on the phone when there's like deer and shit. Anyway, um, I shall talk to you guys later. Thanks. Love you. Oh, and also, by the way, thank you for listening. I appreciate your presence. I love you. Bye.